welcome, as always, to Disney Minus, the Disney movie podcast where we're, we're, where we're watching Disney movies. And sometimes, especially recently, um, <laughs> documentaries, because they're on Disney Plus, and so it counts. Yeah, we're not doing that this week. We watched two in a row, and Kat was good enough that we decided that we didn't need to punish her again. Uh, I'm Steven, and I throw my shoes at people to fake my own death. I'm Kat, and I'm honestly disturbed at this film's body count. <laughs> and me, Nero Sussex V, and I'm pointing like Leonardo DiCaprio when the theme song starts playing. Oh no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we watched Cars 2 this week, uh, just like we said that we would last time, because Perfume was kind of in it, mm-hmm. which we'll, we'll get to. I'm mad about that. Yeah. Um, one more of the fucking five Cars movies out of the way. You know there are five movies set in this horrifying universe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, three Cars movies, the Planes movie. What's the fifth one? Another Planes movie. Oh, yeah, they had two of those. <laughs> yeah, it's like... It's like half sequel, half spinoff, because it's still got the the main guy from car or from planes, but like he's not racing anymore in this one. He goes off to become a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Sure, we'll get to that. For now, we're talking about Cars Two, that time where they decided to try and be like a shit ass spy thriller inside a shit ass racing movie. <laughs> and the rich thing mm-hmm. is that the early parts. Kind of sets up a better movie with Mate and Lightning McCree dealing with the codependency issues. <laughs> they didn't want to explore that. I feel like that would have been a better movie, but okay. Yeah, you could have done it as like a Coen Brothers style, like black comedy of McQueen getting home from like his racing season, wanting to take some time off, hang out with his girlfriend, the other people that live in the town where he's decided he lives now but just made her constantly showing up like hey mcqueen mm-hmm. i don't want to give them ideas i don't want anything else to happen in this universe I, I fucking hate thinking about anything in the cars universe I, uh, i'm just saying i feel like the series would have been better overall if they stuck with the first movie still of emotional <laughs> Trying to tell an emotional storyline that is based around the characters rather than going yeah, like, mm, yes. Let's make, let's just make this like two separate movies and do them, <laughs> well, three separate movies and do them all badly. Yeah, wait, like doing three? one movie and having it being bad but slightly better. Yeah. For as much as, like, I don't, I just like cars in general, but, like, yeah, no, exactly. The first one was at least telling a story that was good and so, that was alright in some parts. Yeah, the characters had a character arc. Yeah, exactly. McQueen had an arc. Most of the others didn't really have much of an arc, but they didn't need one. They were more just there to service McQueen's arc. Mm-hmm. But, like, oh, shit. So much but, happening in this one. So, like, okay. for this one, Mate who is the main character of this movie, does not get a character arc. No, he thinks about it. He, tr- he for like a moment, considers having an arc, 
And then McQueen comes up and tells him, no, you don't need an arc. Everyone else just needs to deal with you. Mm -hmm. The movie tries to trick you in thinking there's an arc, but no, that's a lie. Anyway, Gally? Yeah, um, so we, we open on Radiator Springs. Well, actually, no, we don't open on Radiator Springs. We open on the one... The one time that I will give it to this movie, uh, which is, um, hang on, something doesn't look right on my Audacity setup. One sec, I gotta, there we go. Otherwise, that was gonna bug me. Anyway, um, <laughs> we open on a secret agent sending out a distress call. Oh my god, they found me, blah, blah, blah. We don't actually see him get killed, but I'm pretty sure you can like see silhouettes coming in at the end of his call. Plus, like, in five minutes, it's confirmed that he died anyway, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> Uh, which which leads us to uh, the name the names the names in this movie uh, um, a secret agent whose name is Finn McMissile which in and of itself is fine it's your standard like yeah we're being silly about the fact that it's a spy movie ha 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 mm-hmm. because it's one of the most spy ass names I've ever heard but oh, it's just reminding you what you're in for with these movies holy fuck. Um, should, either he or someone else in the scene should have been named Alfred. <laughs> Since Michael Caine is the it was Finn McMissile. I think that's right. He is. But. It should have been a one-off gag if he tells made his actual name and it is Alfred. Yeah, like or Finn McMissile is like a code name. Or he's talking to somebody named Bruce. <laughs> well, Bruce Campbell is in this movie. He is. Oh, fuck! That's right. Doesn't he like voice the American? I think. There cool. were a few other big names here. Like, I know Jason Isaacs has a couple bit parts. Uh, uh, I feel I feel so bad for that. Yeah, let me let's hang on. Let's back up and I guess see who all they roped into this. Obviously, Owen Wilson and Lawrence the Cableman. Wow. <laughs> yes, he called him Lawrence the Cableman. <laughs> jo- JoJo's hanging out right here. He's just listening to the recording. So he just Hi. he said that and he kind of blinked. well it's like with uh, michael mouse uh eddie izzard is miles axelrod oh john tuturo voices that francesco guy you had a few people who are actual people like brent musburger voicing his car version uh named brent mustang burger which is a name that i hate uh peter jacobson looks oh yeah he was in um he was in the house for a little while that's why he looks familiar uh he voiced Acer, whoever the fuck that is. Jeff Garland also looks familiar. I'm sure I've seen him in something. Uh, he voices Otis? I don't know who Otis was. Oh, that's right. Fillmore is officially voiced by someone else in this movie because um, he was... Away. George Carlin passed away. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, George Carlin had passed away. So now he is voiced by Lloyd Scher. Bruce Campbell voiced Rod Torque Redline. Who the fuck? Fuck is that? Joe Montagna was one of the henchmen at the beginning. Wait, who? Joe Montagna. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, okay, no, he does like voice from, like yeah. from Criminal Minds. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been at a bunch of other stuff, but. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's right. Bruce Campbell was the uh, the American. Oh, Flo's Flo, I think, is voiced by a different person too. Actually, I don't remember who voiced her in the first movie. Doesn't matter. Oh shit! Speaking of no, wait, never mind. Tony Shalhoub is Luigi from uh, Monk. Yeah, uh, Lewis Hamilton, whoever that is, voices Lewis Hamilton. I assume he must be a racer. 
Oh god, Jeff Gordon's name in this universe is Jeff Corvette. Oh, also one I thing hate. that I thought was kind of neat because Mom and I used to like the show Deadliest Catch about the about fishermen for Alaskan king crab, and one of the captains on that show, Sig Hansen, plays the plays appropriately Crabby the boat at the beginning of the movie. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, but yeah. So anyway, um, we we open on yeah that the agent like calling for dist- or calling for help. Uh, he obviously gets caught. So our next cut is over to fucking. This is when it picks up with Ben McMissile, and this is the one time that I will hand it hand it to this movie, uh, because when, after Finn infiltrates the um, place by paying a boat to just carry him out to the middle of the ocean so that he can hop in and hydroplane himself all over, um, whatever. He is suspended up on a bunch of wires, taking pictures of what what he doesn't know yet. We'll find out later that this is the um, EMP gun that causes all the cars to blow up later on in the movie. One second. I think Artie wants back in. <laughs> Makes sense in context, kind of. Do, do what? I said it, the explanation makes sense in context, kind of. Yeah. Okay, there you go, pup. Are you happy? He says, I missed you. Yeah. Anyway, and um, I am always happy, father. Also, one thing that I should give this movie is that it is Bruce Campbell's character who's one to bring the box. Yes. To... Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The one time that I will give it to this movie is that you actually do see <sighs> Rod Redline. Apparently, is his name. I I'm a, I could call him the American because I'm just I don't remember Bruce Campbell. Because he we just go. uses we his own voice. Yeah, he does, yeah. We do see Bruce Campbell, like, act- having actually infiltrated and, like Beer said, bringing the bo- being the one to bring in the box. So, like, I like that attention to detail, is that the guy we will later on find out is a spy who has infiltrated their organization. We see him in the group. They don't just toss him in later on. Yeah, and he is doing the whole, like, like, he's asking questions similar to how a goon would ask. But yeah. But the hindsight of, oh, he's a spy, it also makes sense that he would be asking questions. Yeah, exactly, because he's trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, they just kept Bruce Campbell and then do the whole Moda, Moda and McCrean stuff. This movie might have been actually kind of good. <laughs> There are a lot of uh, changes that they could have made for this movie to be good. That is certainly one of them. Um, but yeah, so he he gets ca- uh, he gets caught. The box that they bring out has the, <laughs> the guy from before crushed into a fucking cube. Mm-hmm. Um, Ding one for the death counter. <laughs> I meant to keep track, but I, I ended it's up okay. Losing Jojo track. did. Jojo did. How how much, babe? He looked it up because we were both wondering. Yeah, it's nineteen. It's, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, there's more deaths in this movie than the entire car franchise put together. <laughs> Twenty-five deaths. Twenty-five deaths. Oh, uh, so Aurora was wrong. I was lied to. There you go. Wait, do what? It was fifteen unknown or fifteen unnamed deaths and seven to ten. Named. It's twenty-five deaths in total. Yeah, 25 total, 15 of them is unnamed, and then we named them. That's, holy shit, (laughs) y'all. This is a Disney movie. 
This is a... And we looked it up too. This movie, literally, this single movie has more depth than the entire car franchise does. Like put that's all together. In... That's incredible. Um, well, you can't have yeah. more because and Cars okay. 2 is part of the car franchise. Okay, well, the entire rest of the franchise. Yeah. Right. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's what, what you mean. Yeah. I was just being a smart ass. So Although, in a, in a surprising twist for Disney, despite having multiple deaths, none of them are parents that we know of. Yeah. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Yeah, those are all parents. Yeah. <laughs> They kids yeah, he, he had a wife and three kids. But... I, oh no, what, the mom died. We... He took this job because <sighs> the mom died, so his wife died, so he had a, he was a single dad taking care of his kids. There you go. And now he's dead. <laughs> so now his kids are just. I wonder when Papa will be home. That's what Cars oh. Four is about. Is one of those kids trying <laughs> to get vengeance over him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and the guy's name was fucking Leland Turbo. Why? Jason Isaac. Why was his name Leland Turbo? We were introduced to the bad guy, Professor, as they say it, Zundap, which is not how you would say a name that is a German name that is spelled Z U with an umlaut N D A P P. It'd be more like Zundap. Zundap. Not the point. I took German for like. A little bit in college, and mainly I just remember how things were pronounced. <laughs> and I remember that the word for airplane is flugzeug, because it's just fun to say. Um, to be honest, I do like him as a villain, though. That's fair. He hams it up pretty well. Whoops. I'm setting up a bunch of Funko Pops over here for some reason, and I accidentally knocked one over. Anyway, um, but yeah, so there's, for some reason, just a big flash of light behind Finn, and oh, shit, it reveals its location. So there's a, well, you know, there's a big shootout. Well, you just shoot out fire sometimes. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, these things happen. That's that's the other thing, though, is like, we will get in, I'll bring this up a bunch, because I, it's the main thing that I fucking hate about this universe, is what are the rules on things that are alive? Um, and some of the equipment on this oil platform is alive. Finn rides along the arm of an alive crane here in like a minute during this whole stupid action sequence that I barely care about. But like, so why is the oil platform itself not alive? I don't, because it's a I don't building. know where the line is. That Okay, that's fair, I guess. The oil platform is more of a building, but like, would the drill be alive since the crane is? I'd, <laughs> I don't know, and it vexes me. Uh, like I said, I'll come back to this because well, it comes see, up a lot. Do you, do you remember Gerald Apocalypse hit YouTube video Dogs in Love? I do. You know the argument if it talks, it's a person, if it's not, it's a dog? <laughs> yes. Just treat it like that. If something doesn't talk, it's just a dog. Well, that's what I mean, though. It's like. <laughs> I, it's more it's more in the sense that like tiny airplanes are birds and so they don't have to talk but they are alive but then full-sized airplanes are people but like at one point um finn shits out this tiny little drone thing that pops up and it's got um a jack attached to it that's toward the end why is that not alive what are the rules 
I don't it's know. It's just a dog. Don't worry about it. It's just a dog. <laughs> if it don't talk, it's a job. It's a dog. Don't worry about it. I mean, fair. Anyway, we this movie plays around with some of its like scene transitions because um, the uh, Finn does the thing that I said. He like jumps into the water as they're shooting at him, and then like lets out some tires. That to float up so that they'll be like, oh, he's dead. And it's like, what? Like, did they think the whole rest of him exploded and sank, but his tires popped up? Doesn't matter. Anyway, the point is, he, like I said, he threw his shoes at them to pretend that he was it dead. It made me think, though, like, the fact that he's driving around with what amounts to body parts, essentially. Yeah, if well, like, and if a human did that, they're like, what would they do? Just like, imagine a human opening up like a backpack and just having random severed limbs float up to the surface. Well, no, because throughout the series, the tires, at least, you can pretty much guess are treated like shoes because they can still walk around like on their uh, on just their rims, but they don't like doing it. So it at least seems like it's supposed to be the equivalent to walking around barefoot. I still like my but there were rims, but there were (laughs) rims on the tires that he popped out of himself. So, yes, this is like him just carrying around a bunch of severed feet that are wearing the same shoes that he was wearing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but like, like I said, this... do this maneuver. Do what? How else was he going to do this maneuver of going into the water and releasing a bunch of severed feet so they think he exploded? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But this, uh, like I said, they, this movie does try to play around with its uh, scene transitions some, which, like, it works sometimes, but not others. This is one of the ones where I'm just, where I roll my eyes and go, oi vey. Um, I go but, off topic for a moment? Yes. <laughs> I will yeah, allow I it. Up, earlier today, I ended up seeing a YouTube video talking about, like, a fight scene in, like, a Steven Seagal movie. Oh, no. And... Surprisingly enough, even though I forget what movie it was, but it's one of his worst, more worst movies. <laughs> but the fight scene, I mean, actually had the makings of being good because he was actually doing like actual sword fighting and not just like Hollywood sword fighting. Oh, that is neat. At, at the very beginning at the, and at the very end. But watching the fight scene, it was so edited wonky. Like, oh, uh, you know, the whole, like, you keep on the same, like, spectrum to a one person's on the right side and one person's on the left side, and yeah. you never flip that. Oh, the camera angles oh. are just bouncing around everywhere. Oh, ew, I hate that. I thought you were going to say it does, like, a lot of, like, action movies where it'll be like, cut, 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 cut. Oh, it was doing a whole bunch of cutting, and it was cutting oh, all okay, over okay. the fucking place. Oh, I hate that. That sucks. And you don't the bad thing I forget is what that it's called. It's actually doing like cool pair. Oh, it's Steven Seagal, so he's doing it very lazily, but he's at least <laughs> doing some basic parry moves, like deflecting and parrying this sword. Cutting so much it may as well be a simple plan song. <laughs> and it's like, and there's so many cuts that it's like one of the. You could do the editing of like the stereotypical Indian drama cuts, where it's just <laughs> the whole bunch of explosion go do 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 do. It would fit perfectly. God. Uh, 
But anyway, I feel like that's like embodies cause too. Is that this stuff that could make this really good? Yeah, they just did it bad. Yeah, and I mean, not everyone gets like hung up on like how does this universe work the way that I do. So, mm -hmm. like, it was cars was never gonna work for me because oh because oh my god. But for people who aren't me, you're right. But um. Like I said, this movie does kind of play around with the scene transitions a little bit because, like, they're like, oh, well, who could possibly, like, stop us now or something like that? I forget exactly what they say. But then it cuts to Mater, who seemingly is just talking to himself. And he's like, Mater, Toe Mater, that's who is here to help you. And it's like, okay, I see, I see what you're doing, I guess. Um, whatever. <sighs> Artie, do you want back out? He's oh. <laughs> just looking at me like, yeah. I mean, and also, the scene also brings up a question, which might be my thing, <laughs> like yours with the whole what's alive and what's not alive, and it's me yeah. going, okay, are car moles races, or... <laughs> fucking that, too! That comes, it's yeah, that... like, like, is lemon a slur? Yeah! Is, is lemon, like, a racial slur? Later on, they talk about, oh, right. this type of engine was common in, like, seven models across 12 years. What does that mean? Because that, those are terms that we would use in manufacturing. Seven types of cars over 12 years were built like this. So are cars built? But we see that they have parents. Francesco introduces us to his mom. I mm -hmm. think the people that they talk to in Italy are supposed to be, like, and mother and father, father figure to... Um, uh, Luigi and uh, Guido. Forgot his name for a minute. Mm -hmm. In the first cars, we saw a tiny little baby car at one of the races. So, like, mm -hmm. do they reproduce sexually or asexually and then grow? Are they built? Was that one built as a baby? Will he forever <laughs> be a baby? Just because <laughs> it's cursed, I'm going to say it's <laughs> like that scene from Southland Tales. I don't, I don't think I've seen that. And I don't know if I yeah. want to now. Um, I don't know if you can find it on YouTube, but if you're morbidly curious, look uh, up the hummus scene in, in Southland Tales. Look, look up the what? I think it's like, I think it was like a trailer, like it was a trailer in the movie, because it was like a tech, like some rich guy pitching technology to a whole bunch of other rich people, and he had a trailer that was like, Two hummers and one of them like humps, like mounts for other, and like its exhaustion turns into a penis and goes into the other hummus exhaust. Uh, I think it's been so long <laughs> since I haven't seen it. Oh, see, I found I an image. <laughs> I found a picture of it, and it's like that scene in Drain Vlog Johnson replying to someone saying that they found him. Like, another version of him that was dead and in the desert, seemingly having committed suicide, and him going, Pins don't commit suicide. And then the random musical number halfway through the movie, and the end where, like, one guy and his surprise twin brother are in the ambulance that's floating up in the air, and both of them just repeating to each other, Crossfire, crossfire, crossfire. What Even why are you fucking porn in the Mouseketeer chat? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. 
Oh, what the fuck? Dwayne The Rock, Sean William Scott, and Sarah Michelle Geller. I'm gonna have to watch this at some point, aren't I? You know what? I don't think it counts as a horror movie, but if you do that <laughs> horror movie process, do you wanna just watch that? As God, one exception. Yeah. Dystopian dark comedy thriller. You know what? We can say that counts. Say I think they added the dark comedy after the pat- after it flopped. Justin Timberlake is in this. Moby did the music. I don't know that I actually know Moby off the top of my head, just aside from like things that reference him. It's one of the things where like you've probably heard one of his songs in the past and just didn't know that's who it was. Mm-hmm. That is entirely possible, to be and perfectly also you honest. I can't name a single song. I can't name a single one of his songs. But yeah, I'm pretty sure the Dark Comedy part was added afterwards, similar to The Evil Dead. Goodness. Okay, yeah, sci-fi slash thriller. Yeah, that can count. I think I've got one or two on those. I one one or two of those on the list already. Uh, but anyway, it, anyway, one movie must lead to another. Let's continue. <laughs> anyway, no, yeah, something else fucking horrifying in this universe. Um, so like you know how in real life you'll have a cars that as they get older just break down a lot. We have lemons. That is a concept that we have. But like Beer said, is that a racial slur? Here, I don't fucking know. But anyway, imagine being one of, like, being one of those, and, like, you can't even drive more than 100 miles without just breaking down, and you're just trapped in this tiny little town just because of your circumstances. That mm-hmm. is the guy that Mater's going to pick up. <sighs> There's so and much. He also seems to pee himself because scenes that Mater... All is P in this universe. Yeah. Yeah, which that, I guess, to be fair, is established. I'm pretty sure I remember them referencing that in the first movie also or something. Mm -hmm. But like. What? Uh, This seems to imply that the healthcare system in this universe is very bad. Yeah, especially. To the point where even the uber-rich can't even get medical care. Yeah, because, like, they're, they're, they have it limited in the same way that real-life cars are, which is that we, after a while, they quit making parts for some cars, slash some makes and models of cars are just not put together super well and will break down because of that. But in this universe, that means that that's just your life. They're mm-hmm. just aren't a lot of replacement parts for you, so you got to deal with the fact that you're just going to constantly be breaking down. Fuck you. But they also imply that you can get your entire organs converted to a different style of engine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, also that. <laughs> so it's like... What are the implications? So, like, the whole thing about these, like... Like, it makes sense for this one guy, because he's from a small town, but we soon come to realize that the uber-rich are also breaking down a lot, and it's like, why don't they just get converted? Yeah! I don't know! I just don't know! Fun medical fact, if you lose a limb, you can get a new one put on there. Like... Your hand counts as an organ that can be donated to someone else. Yeah. 
like it, it's just because extremely it's been, expensive. That's why yeah. they don't usually do it. Yeah, like because of just the nature of what that is in removing and then reattaching a hand, it'll never be like you'll never have a hundred percent functionality and feeling in it, but you'll have a usable hand. Or similarly, if you can get prosthetics, and again, it'll at least where we are now, prosthetics will never be like a hundred percent like ha like your arm was before, but it's serviceable. Well, from my understanding, like you need still need to go to rehab for it, but oh yeah, your sure. replacement hand would be basically the same thing as your old one. Yeah. It's just extremely expensive. Yeah, but Only like, because I know uber rich can afford it. Yeah, because like I know with limbs that have been like partially severed and then reattached, like my father-in-law um, had, uh, he has a dump truck and like I think part of the bed or something fell uh, fell on and partially severed a couple of his fingers and they had to be reattached. So he basically has like he can use the fingers just fine, mm -hmm. but like he has basically no feeling there, and I think they are kind of stiff on him sometimes. So like. <laughs> eh. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm fucking all that aside. It's time for comedy because in the middle of carting this sad, pathetic old man back into town, Mater sees his best friend and starts like slamming him around. And this must happen a lot because he just tosses the guy and he rolls right up onto Ramon's like lift thing, mm -hmm. which also like Ramon in the first movie just did paint jobs has he had to take over as the town doctor since doc died i i guess so I, also doc like, died also yeah doc is dead um he's dead as they fuck. do what he's dead as fuck just like for two homies itself <laughs> which again what are the implications there what is it like when a car dies in this universe what does that mean are they Sent off to Clunker Island, like on that April Fool's episode we did. Oh, shit. It's already March. Y'all, we got a plan. Anyway, not the point. We'll mm -hmm. worry about that later. Um, <laughs> and what's really funny um, is um, Doc will pop up in Cars 3 because they had some unused audio or something like that. So they have him like pop up in a flashback sequence <laughs> that McQueen has, which mm -hmm. is fucking wild when you consider that the reason his character is dead is that the literal actor is dead. Mm -hmm. And, like, I know people have movies that'll be released posthumously, but that's because they were still there to rec to film the movie. It was just they died before it was put out. But, like, this is different. This was, hey, he's been dead a while, and we just had some audio we hadn't used. We'll talk about that more when it happens. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> McQueen is back from having won his fourth Piston Cup, which at this point has been renamed the Doc Hudson Pist uh, Piston Cup. The Piss Doc Cup. <laughs> God damn it. He did what in his cups? Instead of Piston Cup, it's Piss Doc Cups. Now, yep. Because it's named after Doc. Anyway, anyway, I'm sorry. Um, I shouldn't make fun of the dead like that. No, Disney you're fine. I was spend more time making piss jokes than talking about the actual movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so McQueen just won his fourth piston cup, which obviously 
uh, based on the last movie at least, seems to be like the more like the basically official end to racing season. Uh, so he and his crew, who I forget who all's in his crew, but I know uh, Guido and uh, I almost called him Linguini. I know Guido and Luigi, <laughs> Luigi are in his crew. Um, I want to say Fillmore. Yeah, he supplies the fuel, I guess. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Not the point. Don't care. Um, I think Sarge might be part of his crew, actually. But again, yeah. don't care. Not the point. Okay, yeah, it's because he and Fillmore are married. Um, what was I saying? Right, they're going to take some time off because it's the end of racing season. So they're just all going to chill. I don't know when the next racing season starts up, but they probably have a good couple months. Anyway, Mater, this is where ugh, fucking they could have taken this in the other direction by exploring their codependency because Mater is like, hey, let's immediately go do some shenanigans. And McQueen's like, sure, why not? I just got into town. We can go shenanigan it up. But then mm-hmm. when McQueen starts saying that he wants to like just have, he's, he and um, Sally are officially dating now. So he wants to also spend some time with his girlfriend. But Mater fucking doesn't like that and it's not like he throws a tantrum or anything they at least don't do that but like he does sulk and stuff and it's like man he wants to have he wants to insert himself into everything involving (coughs) mccreen that yes and it's like mater you 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 used to have an entire life in this town before mcqueen showed up god damn dude uh but anyway, yeah, um, you're in a polyamorous relationship, but you have to share in a poly relationship. <laughs> God damn it! Th- no, no, this is not, and they're not an official, or at least not a healthy polycule. Uh uh-uh. uh mm-hmm. Um. But anyway, uh, so we we cut to that night. They're on their date. Mater has quote snuck into the wheel well and disguised himself as a waiter. Uh, this thing, this place probably has like four employees. I guarantee he didn't sneak in. They were just like, ah, Mater's up to some shit again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, McQueen and Sally send him to go get their usual, which again, and the, the fuck do cards that they drink. give him is like parents that's like kind of like wanted to have their alone time, but are playing along with their child having. <laughs> Invaded their <laughs> personal time. Yeah, it is exactly like that. Holy crap. But uh, they do tell him that they'll both just have Lightning's original or Lightning's usual, which, what do cars eat and drink? In the first movie, we know that Flo runs a cafe in town, but like that just seems like it's giving them gas. So is this just gas that's like flavored or some shit? I don't know. <laughs> Would diesel be like an would diesel, would like diesel be like a cocktail or just like a different kind of drink? I don't know because like we see Guido basically at a bar mixing drinks and like <laughs> I don't know I don't understand how any of this works and it makes me upset. Anyway, anyway. Uh, this is where they finally decide to have. A, like it's not even the plot this movie has like two separate plots that just happen at the same time Arguably so this is three. where well, at least two is and it, a half is it three i was gonna ask about that what's the other one because obviously i know spy movie and the racing movie is spy movie racing movie and mccreens and it is friendship oh okay yeah, that's fair I... dependency issue but turns into the McQueen has to set, accept 
made it as who he is type. Oh, okay, that's thing. fair. Then yeah, I had that. Um, so inc- I had counted that as half like mo- different movies in this. There you go. Minimum. Yeah. Three there you go. Yeah. Bless you. Okay, but um, <laughs> if you count from the Harry McQueen well, stuff and later McQueen stuff, both made it as two separate movies. Of course. Well, there's also the the love story between McQueen and um, his boyfriend, Francesco Bernoulli. Anyway, um, but this is where they decide to get that plot started because he's on TV with fucking. Mel something or other. I feel like he's supposed to be like a Glenn Beck parody, but I don't know for sure. But anyway, a British tech bro is starting yeah, a race. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There we go. Yeah, British tech bro apparently got, was like going around the world. It was no. Yeah, he was like on some worldwide trip just fucking because he could, I guess. No, that's right. He had converted himself to solar, I think, and was like going to be like, ah, I can travel around the world with my solar cells. But then he got Lost in the fort in the woods where oh, no, classically there is no sign. himself solely. He was going on regular gas, and then he ran out of gas, and then <laughs> that's right. Made his own type of fuel that he was ready to fully convert himself to. That's right. Which they say that he converted himself to electricity, even though he's using a type of fuel. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Is they don't fucking understand how cars work. Yeah. They also say electric cars don't use oil, which is untrue because oil is a lubricant. <laughs> it's not a fuel yeah. source. <laughs> like I don't know shit about cars, and I know, and I at least know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, I mean, he's they could have meant like, <clears throat> it's not like crude oil. I guess. I guess I don't know. Because you but, can um, make hemp oil for. As a substitute for to serve as a motor oil, I think that is true. I think That's you have true, to I guess. do a lot of processing, but, but I don't know. But because when uh, yeah. when Mater says that like he was the one leaking oil, he's like, no, oh, I'm an electric car, and it's like, fucking shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Can you oh tell God, that, that you enjoyed this movie, guys uh, and gals and non-binary <laughs> bros? <laughs> Damn it. Um, but yeah, so uh, Tech Bro, Miles Axelrod, fucking whatever, is talking about uh, to show off this new fuel of his called All in All. He is going to sponsor a, rate, a worldwide race, which will have three locations, one of which is in Asia, and the other two are in Eastern Europe, fairly close to each other. And I'm just saying you could have spread that shit out more. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Um, and in the meantime, I guess... Francesco must be like pretty famous. We are meeting him here for the first time. He starts badmouthing Lightning McQueen. Um, oh, right, yeah, because they ask if he, if um, Axelrod had tried to get Lightning, but he's like, no, nah, he's ta- he's taking some time off because the racing season just ended. I already asked him once, and he said no. And then um, Francesco starts badmouthing him somehow. Falls um, in. Yeah, he. <coughs> this will Sue McCrean joining the race. Yeah. Um, and then we Mater get... calls in to like defend McQueen's honor or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, You can't talk about my friend like that. He's awesome. Blah, 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 blah. I don't care. 
But because he's voiced by Larry the Cable Guy, they have to make a whole bunch of really dumb jokes. Uh, uh, I feel like he's dumber in this movie, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they throughout the movie, which, again, I can forgive if they had done it once, where, it, like, he misheard the guy's name the first time and was like, wait, what? Like, they did in the first movie with the he did what in his cup thing. Mm-hmm. But throughout the movie, they have him call Francesco San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Because, sure. Because, fuck you, I guess, honestly. Um, I like that. His yeah. Yeah. And then we get a the um like a punk country song uh sort of yeah that's about like you might think i'm crazy something yeah something. oh yeah you might think uh, huh. i or don't know place, the song like itself the, is like fine on the plane going off and the introductory stuff of japan where the first race is going to be Oh my and god, then, Mater in Japan is terrible. And then after that song, we get the, the theme song that's in the yeah, musical story perfume documentary. But they make gonna, a big deal about it. But it's yeah. in the background. It's not even in... Like, I fucking hate this part. <laughs> like, one, throughout the entire montage, uh, Mater is doing, like, your stereotypical American tourist mm-hmm. stuff, which... As someone who's smarter the, than that knows that he's just the, being accidentally really fucking racist. For you might think I'm crazy song. Not yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Fume song. I mean, it's like, but they could have just had a fume song. Like, you could have just had him go ahead and say, like, the first race is going to be in Japan. So that race, it's a mo- if the audience would be like, oh, is it a Japan? Japanese song says it's going to be in Japan. They do that in France later in the movie. Yes, yeah. you're in Japan showing a montage of people doing touristy stuff in Japan. You could play a song that at least sounds mm-hmm. Japanese or is by the Japanese band that you hired to play a song for this fucking movie. You mm-hmm. can play their song here like they do in fucking Paris later in this movie where they actually have. I don't I didn't look up the song because it's fine. I didn't like go off on it or anything but like the song that they play over the mo- the intro montage in Paris sounds at least French it might not be ultimately I don't fucking yeah. know but honestly but also I'm almost, I will say I've noticed <laughs> especially on my second watch this earlier today I noticed that in when they're in Japan Japan in is treated with less respect than Spain, Italy, Italy, France, and England. And, yeah, holy shit. Because Artie, are you are you gonna maybe, stay in here this time? Because you notice that in if you rewatch this movie, and God Ugh. help you if you do, <laughs> you'll notice in the when they're in Japan, they're making a whole bunch of, of cultural jokes. Like, like stereotypical old jokes. Yeah. That's like, oh, haha! Ha, they have hotels that are just boxes big enough for the cars. Mm-hmm. Ha 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 ha! Mm-hmm. Mater's dressed up wearing kabuki makeup. Ha 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 ha! Uh-huh. They go, they go to a sumo, a sumo match, and that is another thing that triggers Stevens. What are the rules? Alarm because. For sumo, obviously you don't have to be. There are 
well-known sumo wrestlers that were on the smaller end for a sumo wrestler. But generally, in sumo, just by the nature of what they do, that's for people that are at least a little bit bigger. Because mm-hmm. their, their whole thing is that they're using their weight to shove each other out of the ring. That's the type of fighting that you have here. So obviously, in-universe, it's bigger cars. I, it passes really fast. I didn't get a look at what they were. They might have been Vans or Hummers mm-hmm. or some bullshit. It doesn't matter. But the point is, because every car just starts out as their model, aside from any like mods that they add, like those four dudes from the first movie, Artie, are you shitting me? You want out again? Anyway. <laughs> but because everyone just starts off as the model of car that they are, if you are born built i don't know as a smaller car like say a honda too fucking bad if you decide that you really like sumo wrestling and you want to get into it which yes i know that happens in the real world there are a lot of stories of people who wanted to do a thing but just you know didn't have the right build or weren't cut out for it or fucking whatever else like rudy who was i think too small for football or something i don't remember i watched that in like seventh grade um but like but like here that's that's a hundred percent born in you are not gonna be a sumo wrestler because you were born as a little car mm-hmm. i don't know why this was a, a thing that's on screen for like two seconds and i don't know why it just set me off on such a spiral and like the for uh, only cultural jokes except or in like the european places is like um in italy they make the whole like oh the ant thinks the queen is skinny so she's want to make a whole little bunch of food for him yeah they're like still stereotypes but they're like the quote-unquote nicer ones like yeah like yeah. the italian mom like oh you're too you're too thin eat up eat up mm-hmm. and um, and aside from that it's more like sight gags like the fucking gustos that they toss in the background in paris yeah but, but like the, yeah, the gags in Japan, it's super weird that Japan gets the most like, haha. Them Japanese weird. people sure is weird. Mm-hmm. I fucking I hate yeah. it. I hate it so much. <clears throat> and then and we get to basically what's supposed to be like sort of the opening night for this whole ceremony, where yeah, all the racers yeah. can like mingle. I and will say whatnot. this about the whole weird thing. I don't care who you are. Dude, that's racist right there. <laughs> they do that it. to the Japan section. I'm sorry. I I just followed that Lady the Cable Guy bit. And I had to say it. You know, you were right to say it. You you should. But But yeah, and so then it comes to the thing that pisses me off even more, especially after last week and finding out that perfume is kind of great. Mm-hmm. Not even kind of. Perfume is great. Anyway, um, fucking as excited as they were in the documentary, and I know that's also like, the documentary, like we said before, was like definitely framed to try to make Disney look good, but also these were like three women around my age who grew up watching Disney movies. I know some, their excitement had to have been genuine for them to like be a band that finally got to be in a Disney movie. They don't do that a lot with hiring international bands, but no, Fuck you. I know they're on the album, and so people can still hear their their full song on the album, but a lot of people also don't think to do that. So no, fuck you. The song that they get is just in the background during this scene where it's entirely drowned out by conversations and Mater being 
fucking made her. Yeah. I'm so mad. <laughs> like, norm- I don't know what it is. Normally, like, well, especially because in scenes that are going to be, like, really conversation heavy, normally the thing to do in movies, unless you're, like, making a point where you're using a specific song that's got some lyrics that you'll be able to hear throughout the conversation that are reflective of the conversation. Normally, in a scene that's going to be really conversation-heavy, if you're going to have music, it fades out to the point that it basically becomes unintelligible, or it was just already an instrumental, because it's just kind of providing background music. Like, Mm -hmm. that's literally what your score is in a movie. And this is an actual band with a, an established song of theirs that is, was already well-known at the time. Mm. <laughs> and, <laughs> Don't know uh, I'm so... I hate it so much. I... Uh, I don't... I already didn't like Cars, but now this is another reason that I just do not like Cars 2 especially. Yeah. <sighs> But anyway, did you know that wasabi is spicy? Mm-hmm. Because that's our next thing is, okay, fucking there is a minor plot point. I say minor. There is a plot point in that first um, McQueen and Mater go and talk to Francesco. Banter is had. People insult each other. Blah, blah, blah. Doesn't matter. Um, I, Axelrod has a giant, like... Could have gotten the same effect with just a big ass cloth, but no. Mater he has makes a fucking... ass of himself, and McCream tries to tell him to calm down. That also, but like, I also got caught up on the fucking waterfall that he uses as a projection screen. Like, you could have gotten that same effect with like just a giant piece of cloth, but no, fine. Mm-hmm. Water is not I a mean, resource that I mean, is limited. Is so <laughs> that's true. Um. But anyway, uh, after the conversation, the conversation is abruptly ended when um, Axelrod, tech bro guy, notices uh, a pool of a puddle of oil between himself and Mater. It has been established earlier in the movie that Mater, one of the things he prides himself on, is for as old and beaten up as he is, he's never has he's never had to worry about leaks, at least not yet. Of course, however, he is blamed for this and is told to go to the bathroom. No, that's after. That's after. That's after this. Because first is when he makes an ass of himself in front of just McQueen and Francesco. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to McQueen, I'm going to go yeah. get you a drink. And I guess gets distracted from that and finds what he thinks well, is an ice cream well, bar. First, is McQueen tries to tell him to calm down. And it's like, we're not in these rings. He's, I need you to help not me help me by not being the rowdy. Yeah, and, and like it's framed. Like, oh, you need my help? Oh, look, it's for, it's tech bro guy. Let's go talk to him. And that's where yeah. the old scene happens. And like it's it's framed it's it's framed in a way that wants us to feel bad for Mater. Like McQueen is asking him to completely change himself now that he's on vacation but no you're on vacation in an entirely new country it is not unreasonable to ask that you fucking behave yourself and mm-hmm. calm down Lordy, i swear to god you're just gonna want back in like <sighs> i need hang on i need water but, yeah. Yeah, basically they Mayday and McQueen go up. Well, Mayday goes up to Tech Guy. McQueen tells Mayday to go Come get on. a drink. Ink. 
Maybe goes get a drink. He thinks the wasabi is his ice, avocado is... ice cream and gets a whole bunch. Which, like, why? Why does he think it's ice cream? It's up there, presumably, first off, near a bunch of sushi, but also immediately next to it is an equally sized bucket of, like, salmon roe. Mm-hmm. And the guy she's serving it tells him it's wasabi. And it's like, and of course, made it. Ah, uh, here in just a little while, bud. You're, no, you it's still the Sancio ice cream. Like, Mater just goes, when it's, and he's told that it's wasabi, Mater just says, oh, nothing much. How about you? What's up? Sorry, guys, hang on a sec. <laughs> yeah? I got it. Okay, hey Grace. Grayson. Grayson. Okay, hey Grayson. Go back out and play, all right, buddy. <laughs> he's he's out there playing Splatoon. Anyway, sorry. Where? Yeah. Um. The pistachio yeah. ice. I don't. I don't know why he thought it was ice cream. I can understand him having not had wasabi before. Whatever, he lives in a small town. Fine. Also, apparently, um, wasabi in and outside of Japan is different. Here it's, or outside of Japan, what you get as wasabi is more like horseradish, apparently. Uh, because the yeah. two are kind of similar. So, there's also that. I assume it probably tastes a little bit different if you're actually in Japan having, like, actual wasabi. I'm really interested to try that at some point. <sighs> However, Amir, did you already say what he did uh, while I was? Yeah. Uh, basically, okay. he <laughs> eats wasabi, runs up back to Tech Bro and McCream, makes the joke of don't eat the potas- the don't eat the ice cream, it's turned. Yeah. And then that's when the old thing happens. When the. Uh... I, don't, I honestly don't remember if the subtitles were on or not, but the uh, the vendor, when he gives him like the huge scoop of wasabi in Japanese, he says, my condolences. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you've got to have your subtitles actually turned on. I didn't have them on this time, but like I'd seen the movie enough that I knew what he was saying. But yeah, <laughs> the guy's like, I'm so sorry for you. You're about to die. Which, And again, that's a common joke. This isn't the first movie that's done that. But one, I feel like this movie like went more obnoxious with it than I than you usually see. Mm-hmm. And also I just already like, don't like this movie. <laughs> again, if this movie was about if Maida had an actual character arc where he yes. learned that like yes, there's a difference between being yourself and being an asshole. And he's being yes. an asshole. Then exactly. this scene would be fine. Exactly. If it were... how much of the asshole he is. If it were serving a purpose, because, like, he almost does learn that lesson later on. But then, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> uh, we're, like, an, we're like barely into this movie. I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, so, yeah. So, all of that happens. McQueen gets on to him. Um, um, the spy stuff happens. <laughs> right. And, yeah. And, after he... And, like... That, yeah. Later in the um, movie, they establish that disguises are a thing. So, I don't know why... The main spy guy doesn't have a disguise function, but whatever, you know, yeah, whatever. like, 
because we see he does disguise himself later on with they've there are different kinds of disguises now too we see hologram ones later because that's what finn does at one point he just changes his painting but he still stays the same type of car mm-hmm. whereas this american dude went fucking all out basically like yeah. um this guy's changed his model yeah like yeah he turns himself into an entirely different car uh there's a similar thing in doctor who i think it's called like the test electa where it's actually mm-hmm. made out of like a bunch of like little bits that will like shift into position to like turn itself into entirely different people or whatever yeah. Well, to keep this movie, um, this episode being our longest episode, we do need to keep going. But Dear God. Yeah, Maya goes into the bathroom, and Bruce Campbell for American Spy comes in, and for some reason, takes off his disguise while sending out the signal for the British spies to come and get the photo of that he took of the mastermind. But then, in two of the... Goons. Okay, but if, if you're gonna say two you're goons the that killed the first spy guy from the beginning of the movie, finds him in the bathroom and starts beating him up, and then Maida just comes out of the stall, and Bruce Campbell puts the chip that has the picture onto Maida. Yeah, and. This is a real awkward scene when you think about it because yeah. Maiden sees this guy getting beat up and it's just like, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing that might as well happen. Sure. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Maiden leaves the bathroom and Bruce Campbell is presumed captured. We'll put a pin in that now. The British spies mistake Maiden as for American spy. Yeah, which, in, in fairness, part of it is because he does have the, the tracker thing literally attached mm-hmm. to him, so there is that. I can understand the momentary confusion. But yeah. also, their code phrase is stupid. Yeah, it's something that someone with actual, no- anyone with knowledge of cause would know. Yeah, which, as we see, it's not like Mater mm-hmm. just falls ass backward into this. He, like, the, the code phrase is some model of German car doesn't have a radiator, with the planned response being yes, because it's air-cooled. Except, now you're just talking about guys. Like, this kind of guy is like that. Oh, yeah, that's because of this. Like, like anyone that knows cars would say, oh, yeah, because of that. Like, it's, uh, you're I supposed mean, to be spies. in real life, if the person just so happened to... <laughs> have car knowledge they're going to say that because they know about cars yeah like, exactly this it's type like, of questions like code phrase only works if the complimentary phrase gives the wrong purposely gives a wrong answer that's too who like two point like two dr- like they're they're supposed I'm, to sound nonsensical to anybody who's not in the know. That's why, like, the yeah. stereotype is always the pro cause at midnight. Because the heck does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, they're can't. just... That's like for, for people who play D&D, <sighs> that's what Thieves Can't is supposed to be. That's right, yeah. Words or nonsense phrases. Yeah. But no, these... Mastermind British spies come up with like the dumbest spy code phrase I think I've ever heard. 
Mm-hmm. And so now they now they think that Mater is the spy, which we we go to uh, the second official death that I know of, at least, which is that we see Bruce Campbell basically being tortured for information by the bad mm-hmm. guys. They're like they know he hooked up with somebody during the party because he doesn't have the information that they want on him. So yeah. they're showing him pictures Bruce and be like, being badass about it because he's Bruce Campbell." <laughs> the banter in this, yeah. That's the thing. It's like you put Bruce Campbell in the scene and it turns out he's good because the banter in the scene actually kind of fun. Yeah, even when he's act doing the acting bit for him having to be tortured, he's yeah, pretending to be tortured or acting as if he's being tortured while still making crips. Yeah, like it Bruce- turns out Bruce Campbell's a good friggin' actor. Yeah. And, but they do figure out that he, well, they at least make the assumption that the educated guest that he put the picture on Mayday, so they go ahead and kill Bruce Campbell, the best character in this entire movie. Yeah, he's the best character in the movie, and he's on screen for all of, like, three minutes. They should have just made him the main character. Yeah, that's the thing, is, like, it, if... Like, as much as I personally would still have not enjoyed a, a Cars universe movie, they could have, like, made this without Mater and McQueen, made it a spinoff spy movie set in the Cars universe, like they do with planes. Mm-hmm. Like, it could have still been Cars 2. You could have just had the. Be yes. like, each Cars movie is like an anthology set within the universe of Cars. Exactly. Like,. Again, Steven still would not have enjoyed it because of the issues that I've mentioned so far with just the universe not working for me. But at least you wouldn't be so like tied to having to find some way to work in McQueen and Mater that you end up sacrificing the type of movie you're trying to make in service of that. Because like it has to be a racing movie because we have established that McQueen is a racer. Yeah, and Artie, stop. And, and if you're listening to this and think, well, maybe they just couldn't in afford Bruce Campbell, it's Disney. Yeah, they could afford anybody for any amount yeah. of time. Yeah, and like they probably paid Bruce Campbell the same amount he would have got gotten to that for a full-on movie, and that's just their pocket change. Like, yeah, not even their pocket chains. That's like the lid. Yeah, in with that's like I found change. a couple of quarters in the couch. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, Bruce Campbell's dead. The tracker is attached to Mater. Uh, Holly Shiftwell meets him at the party because of their stupid code phrase. She thinks that she's their contact or that Mater's their contact. And, Mater and that's just basically it on for that today. Seems that she's asking him out on a date. Because, of course, like... And... Even though McQueen and friends, like, show up as she's leaving, and Maida immediately asks, like, what is a rendezvous? And McQueen yeah, answers, they, like, like, it's kind of like a date. Which, no, it's not. A rendezvous is just a meeting. Like, yeah. you can use the word for date, don't get me wrong, but if someone just comes up and says, hey, what's rendezvous mean? Why do you jump to saying it's a date? <laughs> But, Unless it's yeah. just for complication purposes. And after that, Mater says, oh, I got a date for that pretty car lady. 
and no one believes him, even though he just straight up asked what a rendezvous is. Like, like, what do you what do you guys think happened? That Mater had a word a day calendar that had rendezvous on it, and he, he was... made up this whole stupid scenario as an excuse to ask you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying jump in 100% and just believe what he's talking about. Like, but like, I'm not saying like 100% like believe that he has an actual date, but believe that, oh, that lady wants to have a meeting with Mayday. Maybe she's yeah. a reporter. The, you should tell the, Mayday that, no, rendezvous doesn't mean date. It just means meeting. Yeah, that lady wants to meet up with you later to talk about something. And actually, you know what? You're the dumbest guy that I know. Maybe we should send someone to keep you company on this so that you mm-hmm. don't get lost or something. <laughs> yeah. But, but anyway, no. the actual race happens. Yeah. The, McQueen eh, eh. takes the lead. lead um, the, the thugs find Mayday. And, the, and is it Holly? That's the name of the girl spy? Yeah, her name is Holly Shiftwell. Yeah. Holly, con- sure. Holly contacts Mayday, but since it's on the same frequency as McCreen, while well, McCreen can't hear her, he can sure. hear Mayday. Which, yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, if unless he's got two separate, unless he's got an entirely separate communicator or something, McQueen and the others should be able to hear her. Mm-hmm. But, well, I don't know, man. Whatever. Fuck it. Sure. Or, like, <laughs> It's like it implied that they think that he's just hearing voices in his head, and it's like, no, he has a headset. It would like, be more likely that someone was calling him on his headset. Yeah. Or, like, even, and I'm sure this has happened, you have a million guys out there with headsets. There's also the possibility that someone is accidentally using the same frequency. Yeah. But, anyway... But anyway, Mayday is saved by the spies, but McQueen loses the race because of (laughs) Mayday saying stuff to McQueen gets angry at Mayday. He tells Mayday to go home. Which, and again, we're supposed to feel bad for Mayday here, but I I don't. I I don't feel bad for Mayday here. Absolutely I don't. Because from like yeah it's dumb that they don't believe him to any degree and think that there might be something else going on but from their perspective because of that they think mater's just bullshitting all of them and they and he cost mcqueen a race against this guy who was being an asshole earlier so mm-hmm. no i mcqueen's anger here is a that is very understandable and like yeah i mean he could have handled it a little bit better i guess but like telling him you're ruining this big situation for me. I gave you a chance. Just go home. And like, honestly, it wasn't even that bad because McQueen did try to tell him nicely before. Yeah. And now it's just made it, at least from McQueen's point of view, escalated for assholery. Yeah. And yeah, McQueen's frustrated. And to be honest, I don't think it was as bad as they meant it to be. It was mostly like, yeah, he's frustrated. And yes, in a way, if he was calm corrected, he probably could have done something, like put it in a bit nicer way. 
Yeah. But Rusona is frustrated with <laughs> what he said seems justified. Yeah. So, like, no, I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for Mater. Uh, and the only th- thing that I don't think McQueen was the asshole out was not believing in the lady talking to Mater. Yeah. But, like, and then they have him do the whole, like, oh, I'm leaving some writing you guys a letter, which that part's fine. That happens mm. a lot. But, like, they <coughs> they take it just dragging on and on with the, oh, and P.S., please tell them that I'm sorry. I didn't mean to buy that movie. I thought it was just going to be a preview. P.P.S. Haha, P.P. is funny. Oh, and there are, like, five more pages. Like, guys, y'all. Well, but I didn't know I was buying that movie was um, Luigi. Yeah, because it's Luigi crying, is... But the joke is that he's crying because he accidentally paid for a movie. That he no, didn't it's... Um, no, that's... that's that he's They're all crying because they're sad that Mater is gone. And Mater left them a note, like, Dear McQueen, well, I went no, home, like you're the, my best friend. That's the note thing. But the reason why Luigi is crying is because he accidentally paid for a movie. No, 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 no. No, the, no that, that again was Mater. The letter had, like five PS okay. attached to it because the first PS is like PS please tell the hotel that I didn't mean to buy that movie I thought it was just going to be a preview I didn't mean to buy it and it's like they, they don't care okay they don't care man and then like the the movie even knows that this bit is going too long because it's like oh and there are a few more pages of PS here but we're not gonna bother it's like y'all could have stopped sooner than that even but no but, but yeah anyway the motion Atkins happen. Made yeah. it ends up joining first British spies on their spy plane. Look at sure. They go to France first. But yeah, she gives be- a song for the seventeen shot. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. We get an actual French sounding shot for the establishing montage. Before that mm-hmm. though, we do see like in their in the plane while they're talking. Uh Holly gets the tracker thing off of Mater, which includes the um, the picture. Mater, luckily, knows enough about cars that he's able to identify the engine and give them some information that they would not have noticed. But this is like looking into the guts of our big bad without like knowing who he is. <sighs> which means that he's just at all of these meetings, like hollow projecting his innards up onto a screen for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sure. I mean, Why if you not? could open up your chest and show your heart and lungs, I guess this has a good power move. I, I, <laughs> your your innards are your insides, buddy. <laughs> Grayson asked what an innard is. Um, but yeah, so they're like, okay, well, I got a guy in France who can probably help us uh, figure out about these parts. Fine. <sighs> and then we have two more. What are the rules? things that happen during this scene because they go to the black market which is apparently an actual straight up place i don't know shit about doing stuff on the black market there might be an actual place somewhere out there for all i know but it's also just funny to have it be like yes this is the black market um it even said like at least i assume the french writing on the outside of it says like market of parts or something like that and Made it looks at one of the stalls and it's a lady selling hubcaps. I hate this. I hate this one. 
what mm-hmm. what what is up with this lady? Because like okay, all of all of the cars in these movies, their eyes are the windshields. Like you don't actually see into any of their windows because that's it's just eye, and then their other windows are always just blacked out or whatever. That's fine. That has been one of the few rules that are established in this universe. This lady, you can immediately tell something's up because you can already see through her windows. But then she opens her eyes and her eyes are the headlights, which have so far been treated as more or less being like the chest of any of these characters. Like in the first movie, when those two teenagers flash lightning by flashing in with their headlights. Mm-hmm. Uh, what has what what is what is this what has happened is this a modification that she's made to herself has she moved her eyes away from where they should be i i can't get to it buddy i'm sorry i i don't i don't know i don't but, but yeah they find the there's a quick chase scene because the guy that despise these habits and informant tries to run from them. Yeah, because... keep the illusion that he doesn't... Like, to make it where people don't think that he actually does work for them. Yeah, something like that. Which, this mm-hmm. is... This one's a minor one, because this is... The thing that he is, is an actual type of car. But, um... This is another, like, minor... What are the rules here? Because, like... The type of car that this informant is only has one wheel in the front, which I looked it up. That is an actual car. I forget what it's called. That part doesn't matter. I, no, I do remember. It's called like the Reliable Robin, which is a really funny name for a car. <laughs> but um, but so like in universe, is that like him just having one arm, I guess, since they always kind of use the tires as hands? Like, again, it's not a huge thing, but that's more that's more just me wondering, like in universe, I guess this is just if you... They were meeting with a guy who only had one hand. Uh, maybe, but I guess I don't know. That one doesn't bother me as much. That's more just like, huh? I wonder. But yeah. Anyway, they get more information on him for Big Bad because he apparently like this guy's biggest customers. Something like that. Yeah, because so they're, they're able to track down. Like, through the informant, they're able to track down that there's going to be a big meeting in Italy. Yeah. Which also so, happens to be where the next race is. Hey, look at that. Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it wacky how that worked out? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so on the, on the way there is... When, like, to Vader's credit, at this point, he's trying to tell them, look, guys, I'm not a spy. I'm just a tow truck. And they're like, yeah, sure, sure you are, bud. Uh-huh, just a tow truck. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. But this is where we see them, like, starting to work on Vader's disguise because they have figured out that uh, one of these guys that they're going to try thereafter has a tow truck that works for him. So, okay, they're going to disguise Mater as that dude, let him get into the party. Maybe you can figure out what's happening, get him some pictures, that kind of stuff. Um, we see the disguises this time, and I don't, I don't know if this is supposed to be like, ah, the Brits just have more money than the Americans, and that's why they do this versus that. I don't know, doesn't matter. The disguises here are holograms, and 
So we have a moment of like the hologram isn't fitting perfectly on Mater because of his dents or whatever. I don't fucking I don't care enough about the relationship between Mater and McQueen, but they they want this to be like heartfelt where he's like, No, I love these dents because I got them having friend or having fun with my best bud. Mm-hmm. What's up, buddy? I'm sorry, bud. We we can't get to that right now. It's too high up. Um, but anyway, like I said, I don't, I don't care. This ultimately doesn't even matter. Mater mentioned how, like, happily mentioned to getting a new dent earlier in the movie, and like later in the movie, Holly will <coughs> say that like a dent that she got during this mission is like special to her, and she doesn't want to have it buffed out or whatever. I don't care. It doesn't. It doesn't come back enough to matter. Mm-hmm. Um, something, something anyway, friends aren't good to have. And if there's a spy, then spy stuff happens. Yeah, spy stuff happens. They they're in Italy. Fun is happening. Um, Guido and uh, Luigi are. I guess they're actually. I guess the race is like close enough to their hometown that like that's where the crew goes, which is kind of neat. You get to see them like. Having fun. Uh, Mama and Papa are here. It's unclear whether this actually is their mom and dad or more just adult figures Uh, that were in their lives. It's outright say that they're they're uncle and aunt. That's it. Okay. I like also just didn't catch it. So there's that. But anyway, it doesn't matter. They they're hanging out. They're doing their whole thing. Um, Friggin. Oh yeah, um, we I think actually did see see some life advice about friendship. Yeah, yeah, because McQueen's you know down on himself about I was I was mean to to my best friend and now he's gone, but at least he went home, so I know he's going to be safe. Blah blah blah. We did. I skipped over it because honestly, it doesn't matter. Um, there were a couple racers during the first race that were targeted by the um. EM or the electromagnetic pulse cannon thing. I think they've Which kind of explained it at this kill point. Kill Bruce Campbell. Best yeah, that one. The yeah, movie. the one that was used to kill Bruce Campbell. That's where we got the explanation is that something about all in all makes it like react explosively when hit by EMPs. I feel like that's probably not a thing, but I also don't care enough to check. So mm-hmm. sure. Um, anyway, a couple of that uh, that happened to a couple of the racers during the first race. So now. People are like, you know, really concerned. There is this whole race thing still safe? Blah, blah, blah. Doesn't matter. We get set up for the race in Italy. That's going on with um, McQueen. Most of that race happens off screen because the focus here is that Mater does infiltrate um, the party or whatever for all of these lemons. <coughs> anyway. It's established they're all super rich. But yeah. somehow can't afford to get converted into like electric vehicles so that yeah, they don't so break like, down as much. So like this this isn't even like a matter of them wanting to be rich and powerful because they're already rich and powerful. For some reason they're just mad in general and also don't like the idea. No, that's right. All of their money is tied up in the oil industry. These guys apparently, mm-hmm. even though they're all lemons are also all oil barons. Fucking, I mm-hmm. guess, sure, why not? Um, and they're spiteful because 
they're breaking down while the other cars aren't. Yeah, so they are like, okay, well, then our master plan is that we're going to make all in all look bad by attacking everyone who's using it with this EMP cannon. No one's ever going to use fossil fuels again. We'll get even. Yeah, so the thing is that, like any good capitalist, they want no one will use alternative fuel again, but they will use fossil fuel. Yeah, they'll, so like no one will ever consider doing anything other than fossil fuels, which. Even though they could have just used the real life evil mastermind route of bribing the governments. Yeah, or like gotten in on the ground floor because like all in all it's like the first alternative fuel out there it seems like so they could have also just gotten in on the ground floor mm -hmm. and moved over to now being like the powerful barons behind alternative fuels but yeah. whatever i don't care um and but, see yeah, again anyway, if this were a movie, movie that self. weren't yeah if this were a movie that weren't so dedicated to having to be about mcqueen and being a racing movie they could have explored this because this sets up the possibility of there being like a fuel shortage in the world. I mean, in real life, we're quickly using up all of the fossil fuels that we have. So like mm -hmm. th that might be also what's going on here as like a reason that people would be considering wanting to get yeah. into alternative fuels. Not explored. This movie doesn't care. Like, I think like five years ago that the Texas, which has one of the largest oil reserves, is well, oil reserve, oil the oil rails, something like that. The underground, well, the oil's underground part, that part. Yeah, it it's like one of the largest in the world, but it will probably burn through it or use it all up in like fifty years, which might sound like a long time. But, but it's like, not. Yeah. Like, most likely, people don't even, super care because most for people... You'll still be alive by then. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, a lot... That's what... That's what I fucking hate. Not to get off on too much of a tangent, but that's what I hate about so many of our lawmakers being so old that they're not going to have to deal with the consequences of their actions because... 50 years for them, a lot of them won't be around anymore. Or they'll be so old that they won't have to care about what's going on in the world because they'll be riddled with Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so like this movie could be used to try to make a commentary on like that kind of stuff. But no, it doesn't mm -hmm. care enough about doing that. And I don't care enough about wanting it to, to be perfectly honest. Um, but yeah, they kill a whole bunch of race things. And then... Yeah. Well, it, it's unclear... In um, this race, yeah, but well, a whole bunch of races did die, so well, it, they make it better. You don't have to use ethanol in the next race, but McQueen decides that yeah. he's going to still use it. So, who the bad guys decide they need to kill McQueen, and made it bros is covered by crying out no, yeah, and then they get then. McQueen Maiden and the Spies get captured. <laughs> Mater and the Spies. That would be an alright band, actually. Actually, no, it wouldn't, because it would have Mater in it. And mm -hmm. Spies, now that I think about it. Um, fucking... But yeah, it's actually it's sort of unclear exactly if any of the racers are dying, because like we didn't see them at all after they flamed out in the first race. But the guys that we do see in this race are like well, still alive. They're as, just freaking out because, oh god, I'm just kidding. Even yeah. if they're don't die. 
they are basically dead because they don't come up in the movie anymore. That's true. <laughs> they are disqualified from the race. Artie, I swear to God. In in the play turns, the character dies once they leave the scene. Yeah, there we go. So. <laughs> there we go. Um, but yeah, so at this point, the only two that <coughs> excuse me that are left are uh, McQueen and Francesco, and just, a whole bunch of other cars that are named but only get named as they get blown up. Oh yeah. Or yeah, I guess that's true. No. Well, no, no, no. I mean, after the race in after the race in Italy, I think they're supposed to be the only two left. I don't fucking know. No, like, you're right. There isn't. They don't actually name anyone else after yeah. the second race. Because no one blows up in the third one. But yeah. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of no names then. Yeah, like the the race in Italy was mostly off screen, partly on screen. The race in England is like almost a hundred percent off screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but yeah. Made the spies wake up in Big Ben. Yeah. And, there is a moment that I kind of like where McQueen does like kind of see Mater in the crowd because Mater goes and tries to warn him when he finds out that they're going to still try to kill McQueen because mm. Axelrod has said, I can't in good conscience, you know, make people use all in all. That's been the big focal point for this thing is like to show off this fossil fuel. Everyone in taking part has been using it. But McQueen says that he is going to still use it because his friend Fillmore told him that it's all right and he didn't trust one of his friends lately and that made him sad. So now he's going to just definitely trust this other friend, even though we'll actually come to find out that that didn't matter. But <laughs> anyway, um, I, what I do sort of like in terms of just the misdirection is that like he M- Mater goes to try to warn him and he sees Mater in the crowd for like a second. He sees his hook because his hook is so fucking tall. But then by the time he gets to him, Mater has already been captured and swapped out with the guy that he had been in disguise as, who's also a tow truck. So I, I like <coughs> that little like double play there that was kind of fun if this if the rest of this movie had been good that would have probably been one of my favorite parts i mean it still is one of my favorite parts but that's because the whole rest of this movie sucks um anyway they wake up in big ben um fucking uh the two the two british ones are like tied to each other so that they're facing in opposite directions so if one of them tries to if they try to drive they'll like pull against each other and just cancel out but they never figure, they never realize for one of them to just drive forward and the other like shift into reverse to help out. But whatever. Um, they're on a gear and they're going to get smashed here like any minute. Mater is kind of just hanging, but he's like hanging over a bunch of the gears. So if he were to free himself, theoretically, he'd fall to his death. Doesn't matter. Um, oh, right. Big Ben is like too far away from the race so when they try to blow up mcqueen he's like out of range or something like that they're like oh why is he not blowing up maybe it's just because he's out of range and we need to get closer we actually find out that that may not necessarily have been the case again Mm -hmm. doesn't matter we'll get to it uh mater they go to plan two yeah plan b B, yeah plan b is is, um, made it finally tells the spies that he's not really a spy and yeah, the main spy guy goes like, "I know." No, you don't. <laughs> you didn't. You thought that I was real. And he does this again later. He's like, "I guess this guy's playing the mystic playbook because Fucking... and have, well, Drisa has that one move where 
he has information, but that could help the party. But Jesus but, did not tell them, so he can get that one point of experience. <laughs> God damn it! Um, but yeah, so they they all get out because Mater is still rigged up with all of the weapons that he had been equipped with earlier, and his guns end up cutting him out of the ropes. I don't, I don't care. Um, Shift Holly manages to like. I swear to God, I think they threw her line in here as a, as a Doctor Who reference, because of course um, she's shooting her taser at um, the motor or whatever for the gears, and she says that she needs to reverse the polarity. Which that's the part that I think they threw in as a Doctor Who reference because the third, third or fourth Doctor, I forget which one would say that a lot, that he would need to reverse the polarity of a situation to try to fix whatever. Anyway, mainly just because I can see them doing that. It's such a small thing, and they are British, so, like, probably. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She, the point is that she reverses their gear so that it starts going in the other direction so that they can also get themselves free. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care enough. Holly has a jetpack. Uh, she uses that to catch, catch up. Um... Finn has to just drive regular style. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe gets this... to the racetrack. Everyone's surprised that Mate is there. Mate yeah. tells him that there's a bomb. <laughs> then Holly calls in saying that the bomb's on him. Yeah, the bomb was in you all along. Anyway, yeah. Mate is about to try to leave to keep everyone safe, then McCrane shows up and chases him down. And he's like, no, I'm gonna listen to you from now on to the point that I'm not gonna listen to anything you say right now. Because, like, Mater's trying to tell him, like, no, I I am a bomb. I'm gonna blow up here in, like, any minute. Mm-hmm. Which, and again... And- McCrane they could still just come have him say... Like, take that in even after Mater's, like, Doing a whole bunch of, like, uses all the spy gear that's on him. Yeah. I don't, like, they have, McQueen's, like, weird here. Like, they have him, like, weirdly all up in, all all about, like, complimenting Mater here. Because, like, at one point, Mater literally says, I'm a bomb. And he's like, yes, you are the bomb. You're my best friend. And I should have seen that before. Some bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, this goes on for so long. <clears throat> they should have just had Mater directly say, no, McQueen, the bad guys have attached a bomb to me and it's going to explode. Please get away so that you don't die. But whatever, heat of the moment, all of that, whatever, I don't care. He realizes, or they, he finds out, they, I think, track down the German guy and he tells them this. Yeah, he tells them that, like, the bomb is voice activated, but every time someone who's, it will only shut off if the guy who activated it tells it to stop Anyone else that tries, it will, like, speed up. <laughs> sure. I, I don't care. Yeah, uh, Mater... They try to make him say it, which he does, but he's not the one who activated it, so it just beeps at him. Yeah. Which, and again, is kind of a good moment. This guy is a, is a decent villain. Like, I like him being like... Mm-hmm. Like, he could just say, oh, it wasn't me, but, like, he, <laughs> he demonstrates to, like, make Mater blow up sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this was a good movie, he would have been cool. Yeah, but I mean, if the movie was him as a villain and Bruce Campbell as the main character, this probably 
I would at least be a fun movie. Maybe not yeah. a good movie, but at least a fun movie. Yeah. But no. Um But no, they just teased us of a fun movie that could have been. So uh, anyway, so many times. Made it uh somehow figures out. I don't know. He has some kind of brain blast. I don't fucking mm-hmm. care. Uh he, but yeah, he's figured out he's finally figured out who done it and takes off. I don't know how he knows where dude is, but mm-hmm. like he he goes and finds him hanging out with the queen because mm-hmm. sure. But that that part I guess actually does make sense like if the queen were going to come watch this then yeah, obviously she would sit with the big tech bro who organized this whole event. That that part's fine. But like I don't know why Mater knew to go here. Actually, they're sitting pretty close. They're sitting like not at the finish line, but I guess where they would have brought the winner. Mm-hmm. So actually, I, I don't. Okay, I guess he that part's fine. <coughs> he probably did know to go there. Um, but yeah, there's stuff with the cream because Mater has a bomb on him. Yeah, and then and he corners the tech bro guy. The time is yeah. about to go down, and then the tech bro who says the voice command and the bomb turns off because turns out the tech bro was the mastermind the whole time because you know what they say about British engines if there's no oil in them there's no oil under them that's the only time I've ever heard that saying Uh, if there's no oil under them there's no oil in them that was it other way around if there's no oil under them there's no oil in them which feels like that should be a racial slur in this movie in this kind of yeah. universe. But whatever. I'm too tired. I only made the Larry the Cable guy the racism joke, so... Uh, but, but yeah, so, like, we don't see it, but we can assume he gets arrested. Uh, uh, the next yeah. scene is Mater getting knighted, which, again, if I cared more, I'd probably look up to see if that's a thing, them knighting, like, non-Brits, because I thought only British people could get knighted. I think, I think anyone <sighs> technically can be knighted. It's just that it's usually just a British person because it's yeah. okay. Yeah, because it's like in service to Great Britain. Okay, that mm. makes sense. Then I don't. Okay, yeah, I, I think to, to look queen it up. or I guess in this nowadays, the king can knight <laughs> anyone. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> um. But yeah. So Mater gets knighted. So he's now Sir Toe Mater of Radiator Springs, I guess. Hmm. Uh, they they go back home and fucking the two vans from the first movie are here. Mater's telling them all about it. And they don't want to believe him because they can see how much of a dumbass he is and how crazy they all of this pops up and introduces herself as Mater's girlfriend. Sure. I don't care. And then the movie ends. Well, the spies offer Mater to work for them again. But Mater turns him oh, right. down to spend time with his friends. That's right. And but then... he does get he does like keep the jetpack. Mm-hmm. Never comes up again. The, there's an and entire Cars three that doesn't also, mention anything to, from this movie. As another piece of evidence that this probably was originally multiple different movies planned to be multiple different movies that just got crammed together. The in credit song like hits on the idea that the song. The movie was about, like, two different people trying to compromise. Yeah, 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 because, like, it's it's called A Collision of Worlds, and so it's all about, like, hey, 
I'm from America, you're from England, our cultures are different. But even the song is mostly just that they all have different they have different names for things, which is mm-hmm. funny and stupid. Also apparently coffee is American and tea is British. Sure. I guess. But yeah, so it's you're right, it does really feel like a song that you would put at the end of a movie that had actually been about an American and a Brit having to set aside their cultural differences and or like work together. Just be like he just be like McCreen and Mayday trying to compromise like these their differences in codependency issues or that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so but yeah, that's, that's the, the movie. movie. That's the movie. I'd... Anyway, time for questions. Yeah, we didn't have any on Twitter. We had like a handful in Discord. I forgot. I forgot that I posted that picture of those two trucks fucking. Trucking. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, anyway, there's the mailbag. Fuck, I forgot. We didn't even mention it, but yeah, the Mobile shows up in this, and he's a car inside yeah. a Mobile car. Like, imagine, like I was saying earlier, like, you're definitely never going to be a sumo wrestler because you were born, like, a Honda Acura. Imagine being born a car that's just going to carry around the Pope. It's like, like being a knight. Literally the reason you were brought to life is so that you could carry around this other smaller car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking insane. Um, anyway. <laughs> Deep Sea's uh, definitely like trying second to... Christian. <laughs> anyway. I don't want to all right. Anyway. anyway, I'm sure they'll be done once we get up to them. Uh, Miu uh, from last week hits us with our first question: Ships, Mater and Holly. I hate it. Uh, McQueen and Francesco also kind of hate it. What five? McMissile and it, it's Mater. late, it's but tough. you can have. I'm actually just going to say one. yes to all of them. Fine. Right. They could just all be polycools. No, I'm sorry. That there I can't get you anything else right now. <laughs> um, but okay, yeah, you can say yes to all of them if you want. The the oh oh, uh, I forgot to mention it. But the reason McQueen didn't blow up, we find out his all in all had he wasn't actually running on all in all. He was running on um, actual Fillmore's yeah Fillmore's one um, who um, for the fuels out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, he was running on uh, Fillmore's uh, homemade biofuel, un- unbeknownst to him. And like, it was Sarge who was the one swapping it yeah. out. Sarge is the one that that switched it out. Uh, his excuse being uh, once big oil, always big oil. Not wrong. Not wrong to yeah. distrust this guy. Mm-hmm. But really, the real reason is that he and Fillmore. This this is the only. This is the only ship that I care about in this series, and it stops mattering because I don't think either of them show up in Cars 3. But this is because him and Fillmore are married, and he knew that Fillmore would have wanted McQueen to be running on his own fuel instead of that corporate fuel. And mm-hmm. so he switched it out as like a surprise to his husband. Yeah. I mean, his yeah. husband knew because <laughs> that's why he said it was perfectly safe. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um... Yes, has the shipping question. So, uh, comes in. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the, the liar, the liar, Aurora Borealis. Um, name 
in the chat currently as Cars 2 has a kill count of 19. Which is a lie. It's 3-5 <laughs> as you found out. Okay. Her question is, Ow. where would you go to, to on a country vacation? Go out to a country vacation. Uh, this is one reason that this movie pissed me off so bad with the Japan part, because Julie and I both really want to go to Japan. Partly because we want to go to Tokyo Disney, because we like we Surprise, surprise, the person running a Disney podcast likes going to Disney World. A couple of years ago, before certain events happened, Hong (laughs) Kong would be a nice place. Yeah. Hong Kong would be cool. Certain events. I, if I ever do go to Japan, I would love to actually, like, take a tour of Aokigahara, if you've ever heard of that, uh, the suicide forest. Mm-hmm. However, uh, granted, this was a while Jake ago. Paul people made a video of. Yeah, yeah. Was it Jake Paul or Logan Paul? I forget. One of the Pauls. It was a real... To me. Uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah. One of the Pauls, doesn't matter which, made, like... They were both there on the same vacation, both posting mm-hmm. cringe ass bullshit that they were doing they, to mess with the, um, both the citizens. The video, so I'm going to count it as both. There we go. One, both of them. Granted, this was years ago, so the the locals may have forgotten about that by now. But uh, posted just super like, disrespectful video of them finding a guy who had committed suicide in the suicide forest. Mm-hmm. I would. Love to go take a tour of this place because it feels like it's just a really like, somber, interesting thing to learn about. About how he reacted, and it's like, bro, you didn't have to post that video. Yeah, if you felt bad about it, don't fucking post it or post the video, but edit that section. No, because the entire video was that because mm-hmm. you edit your videos down to be like two minutes long. So just don't like post if, that one. If you had, like mentioned that you're going to make a video there, then rather than posting a video. Of you finding a dead body, just say, "Hey, some stuff. We found some stuff, and out of respect for stuff." Yeah, like this. Like, this place is known as the Suicide Forest. It has a long history of people going there to do that. Mm-hmm. You can just post an explanation saying, "Hey, as anyone who's looked this place up will know, it has this long history." Well, it turns out we did actually find where that had recently happened when we went there. And so out of respect for the person uh, for that person and for their family, we're not going to use any of that footage and Mm -hmm. just go, just go from there. Mm -hmm. You didn't, I like, I looked up the video because I was like, this was my way of finding out who Jake and Logan Paul were was -hmm. when all of that happened. So I looked up the video to be like, what were these guys doing? And it's, like all of their videos from their their vacation in Japan are just, just holy shit. But especially that one. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Like I I I got actually like sick to my stomach watching it mm-hmm. because like you don't fucking do that, guys. Uh, on a lighter note, the third place of, would probably be the second place nowadays since <laughs> Hong Kong has have been taken off of the list. That's also fair. I <laughs> had it on my bucket list like, to Japan try to go Singapore. to. Yeah, especially if um, I know when the like so- lightsaber fencing stuff is happening, because ooh, I think that would be cool to see. Because that does sound Singapore neat. has like a big lightsaber fencing scene. Ooh. Um, but yeah, I had the 
I have a thing on my bucket list. I'm not super dedicated to any of the items on there, yeah. but I it would be neat to try to go to like every Disney park around the world. Mm-hmm. So you know all of that, but yeah. like mainly, mainly I just want to go to Japan, and like also go to Tokyo Disney while we're there because partly they have fucking sea salt ice cream mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. <laughs> at Tokyo Disney. <laughs> um, but like also, there's a lot of sea salt stuff ice that cream once, but I fucked up the egg part, so it Ooh. just had a oh, bunch no. of egg yolk in it. Ooh, yeah, that sounds like it would end badly. Yeah. Um, I mean, it still tasted good. You just had to ignore the egg. There we go. Which I okay, didn't, uh, I didn't stir it well enough, so the chunks oh, of egg kind of still clumped together. Uh, cat or Jojo, whichever one of you currently has the mic. Where would you want to go? Mm. Okay, it's Cat. That's yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Have a country vacation. Uh, I think I'd go back to the Caribbean. That place was fun. Norway. Mm-hmm. Jojo says Ooh, Norway. That that also does sound fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, countryside. There you go. Ooh. Next question. Well, the next question that we'll ask. Okay, which I'm going. Cause to... would you most like to murder? I'm going to say the obvious answer is Mater, so none of us get to say that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Damn it. If I... Can we... <laughs> do that one too. Can we... Exactly, see? Made it, like, since Mater is obviously everyone's choice, can we just say and Mater and choose someone else? Yeah, there else? we go. If we, if we could have two people, one of them would be Mater, so who's our second pick? <laughs> Car Pope. Oh, there we go, Car Pope. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think McCreen would just go crazy due to codependency issues, so might as yeah. well take him out. That's Oop, true. Just take out Mater. <laughs> Put nah, him, him out there. of his misery. Jojo says, "Let him live and suffer." Hey, yeah. there we go. Um, well, the thing is, Holly deserves better. Not Holly. Um, Sally <laughs> deserves better. So, yeah. So I'm uh, going to take McCreen out of Mater. He he wasn't in this movie, but I would not mind killing Chick Hicks. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. There we go. Ooh, she finally stalled a few years ago, I guess. Yeah, no, that's one one other moment that I will hand it to this movie because it was kind of funny when um. When Mater like first meets Finn, he's talking about, "Oh man, am I gonna learn to do some fancy karate? I got this one thing I can do where I can pull out, or where I can open a car's hood, pull out his battery, and then show it to him before he stalls." I call it that thing I accidentally did to my friend Luigi one time, and that one legitimately got a chuckle out of me. That is kind of funny. Brings in the question like, "What is the heart, and what is like the internal like like function of these cars? Is it the battery? Is it the engine? Like which one?" Is yeah, their main vital organ. Yeah, um, exactly. Because like in a real also, car, it's arguably kind of a lot of them, especially since I don't know cars. But also like, so, they said that joke up like it's setting up a later scene where Mater actually does that. But oh, uh, that would have been cool. They, they had so much <sighs> setup for it, but yet, I mean, at the beginning of the movie, they had a car quite literally crushed into a cube. Yeah, yeah, they bring this whole karate bit up, and they never let that particular reference come to fruition at all. And I, it was kind of a letdown for me. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah it, we deserve it. It wouldn't have saved the movie, but it would have been a highlight at least. Yeah, there at we least go. For the older audience. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, what's our next question? We kind of already touched on this. Uh, what do you think about the Pope car and Pope and Pope mobile car? I hate it. All mm-hmm. of it. I hate. Also, yeah. some Catholic facts. Oh, they, they should. The crosses should be upside down. Because, <sighs> because the upside down cross is a symbol of St. Peter, a.k.a. Right. the first pope. That's right. Okay, I knew yeah. I knew the upside down cross was of uh, a Saint Peter. I didn't realize the Pope had an upside down cross for him. That yeah, I had just never like noticed. if you look up Pope's throne, it has <laughs> a upside down cross on the back. Okay. Maybe not the current Pope because I think he swapped the throne out for a regular seat or a regular Ooh. chair. But if you look up older pictures of the different thrones. You'll notice that they have upside down crosses. That's why I fucking hate when movies will be like, oh, Satan's here. All of the crosses are turned upside down. Like, no, the upside down cross isn't uh, in isn't a sign of Satan. It was it's it's a sign, sign of, of, Pe- <coughs> of Peter yeah, it's a sign who of was crucified Peter, upside down. Who, yeah, like he a, was going to be crucified already. But, like, specifically, I think, asked that he be crucified upside down because mm-hmm. he felt so bad for having betrayed Christ. He didn't want to be uh, he didn't want to be crucified in the same way that Christ was. So it's mm-hmm. it's not a sign of Satan. If anything, it's more it's a sign of more dedication to an uh, to a right side up cross. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, it's a, bit, a very Catholic thing and before president. American Protestants was like, hmm, the Catholics do seem very satanic with the, because the, them following the Pope. Yeah. Because, also, another fun fact about the Salem Rich Trials, a lot of the people who was accused of being riches Oh, we're Catholic, were, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or cricket. But then again, that's or a whole people who had ties problem. to them, that's because there's bad. one lady that was like, like a big person in the community of Salem, but she had adopted a cricket boy, so that made her a target for for rich trials. God, that's Ooh, so fucking whole, stupid. Like, there's a whole subject matter behind that with the Salem with Charles and Catholicism and the niche, like, subjects within that. People misconstrue nowadays, but that oh my god, there's like there is at least hours of conversation behind that. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, and I guess since oh, here we're it is. talking oh, about yeah. Christianity, I might as well <laughs> share my favorite bit of Revelation factoids. Is that it is oh, no. actually a historical account. It is not a prophecy. Oh yeah. It's, well, part of it, part of it was, uh, I think, a little bit that because, like, no, it's I know just the beast in cryptic, it, apocalyptic metaphors. Yeah, that. Yeah, because it's I know that Ray as a reference to the Book of David, which also did that. Ah, okay, yeah. but yeah, because I know the beast references. But um, no one Emperor talks Nero. about the Book of David because it was in the Old Testament. I mean, yeah, if we're gonna right. offend all the Christians. I mean, technically, like a lot of the Bible was written as propaganda mm-hmm. by a. Uh, uh, some writer or philosopher for some reason that 666 translates into King Nero 
It was literally yes. just one dude shit talking of a leader yeah, of one that's of the revelations is about his yeah because of in, Emperor Nero. And yeah, because like he basically d- calls him the devil or Satan, but in Hebrew oh. they use numerical code to just yeah shit post about the guy. Because didn't if I remember Nero right, didn't he lead well, like, Emperor Nero kind of deserved it because this Emperor Nero was very known for being very bloodthirsty. Like yeah, burned yes. down an entire town because there's possibly one person that might not like him. Yeah, I mean, but I yeah, because like, like didn't he also like his face on a coin or no, no, no? That was <laughs> thousand years earlier, wasn't it? With the might have been. Yeah. I don't remember. But like, didn't he it. also do like? Yeah, he he like was also known for having like persecuted early Christians and probably by and probably Jews by extension. So yeah, these guys fucking hated nero and the talk about the beast returning is that they did, they hated this guy so much that they didn't trust him to stay dead they were like that bastard's gonna come back for us at some point i just know it but no no it's but, definitely got to be like a monster or some bullshit um hang on cat what are you posting jojo wondered <laughs> about the uh the Oh my god, that's really funny. Well, good news. He did what in his cup? Yeah. (laughs) What do you think about the implications of Jesus this Chaucer? Christ, I think is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, that fucked me up for a good minute trying to read that. Um, But yeah, that's another thing. It's like, what is the history of this world like? We know Sarge has talked about having been in the war, and I think he's Supposed to have been like referencing World War One or Two, and his British war buddies help out at the end of the movie. Yes, yes, yeah, that, yeah. I like a whole fleet of them are like, oh yeah, anything for a friend of Pop, and it's like, yeah. What? Why didn't? Why don't we get a movie about Sarge and his yeah. husband? I would actually be very interested in that movie. Yes, or cut. yeah, like what? What was? Bibli- what were biblical times like in this universe? Was there a Jesus Christ lore? Did he give us his uh, passion for Christ, but the car version? <laughs> Do it, you cowards. And, like, I can't even take credit for Jesus Christ lore, because if I remember right, the two vans from the end of the movie, when it showed them in the first movie, I'm pretty sure the wife says something like, I swear to Chrysler, or something like that. So, like, there's car Christianity. Like, mm-hmm. car I don't. Car Hinduism. I don't. I I I hate all of it. Like it it all fucks me up so much. The older bond will be the old bond. Okay. Um. Another question Brenda from Ar- Odin from Aurora. Part of his windshield to gain wisdom. <laughs> God damn it. God, he's sa- he sacrifices the windshield wiper. Oh, no. Uh, what? What is the? What is? Yeah, what's the car version of the Spear of Longinus? Wait, say what, Stephen? What is the car version of the Spear of Longinus? Like, what? What are their spears? Okay, I thought you said something else entirely. You thought I said something about a vagina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
fraternity. Not wrong. Um, but anyway, uh, but moving on. Trying to say again of another question. <laughs> I, I at this point don't remember what she's referencing, but um, Aurora's next question is: It's kind of messed up. Mater accidentally does workplace harassment with Holly Shiftwell, right? I don't. I will trust like, you that it have, happened. That's some creepy stuff. Where he's like, "You're real pretty." Oh You're real yeah, pretty. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like he keeps doing it. Like if it was like, one off remark, it'd be like, "Hmm, time in the place," but harmless enough. But he just yeah. keeps doing it for an entire scene. Yeah, and because then he like, does I, it again in another scene. That's right. Yeah, because like I guess in fairness ish to him, he still thinks at the time that none of this is spy related and that she's his girlfriend somehow. But like, mm-hmm. like that's a that's a shit ass excuse. Yeah. Uh, Term for Southern Again, if this movie had made it go through a character arc where he realized that, yeah, he should work on not being an asshole. Yeah, no, that's right. We be... forgot to actually address it because, like, toward the end, he does say to McQueen, "Like, no, you're right. I was acting dumb earlier. I need to, like, I need to change and act and be better." And McQueen mm-hmm. just flat out tells him, "No." You're awesome the way that you are. Be yourself in Radiator Springs. Be yourself anywhere else. And if other people don't like the way that you are, well, that's their problem. And maybe they need to change. And it's like, what the fuck? No, bad. You never have to reflect on your own actions. It's everyone yeah. else's problem. Yeah. I, I hate it so much. Uh, anyway, well, um... Uh, and the is open wheels the car equivalent of short shorts? Maybe because like these long legs. I, yeah, I guess because that is like kind of how um, Francesco talks about it. He's like, ah, yes, take your take your fenders off. You'll like it. Ha ha ha. So like, I guess. <coughs> eh. The next question though, and we touched on this already. What are your thoughts on the girl with headlight eyes? What does it mean in the world? I don't, I don't know. I, I, uh, I don't know what it, what it, what it possibly means. Like, was she born regular style and like augmented herself so that now her eyes are on her headlights? Is this like a whole like race within the car people that have eyes there instead of on their windshields? Is this a deformity? What is happening? Also, I know I've been harping on this aspect but mm-hmm. even though I think she had a French accent part of me is part of my brain is going like remembering back to how they treated the Japanese part and going like did she have a weird Asian accent instead or did she actually have a French accent oh I don't know I think she did have a French accent but my brain's going um, like hmm this movie seems to not like the eight like Asian people all that much, so they might have made it have an Asian accent too. Uh, Deep Sea, I'm sorry. I'm your your question warrants a lot of thought, but at this point, I'm too tired. Uh, Deep Sea comes in cars or comes in uh, cars. What are they? They are neither They're animal cold. nor plant. Are they fungi? I don't. I don't know. They're cars. <laughs> fungi. It's. Uh, I don't know. Well, his fancy. They cars. Well, yeah, in the name of a show. Exactly. They they just like a lot of people have done um 
fan arts and stuff like oh there are people strapped up inside there somehow or they're bugs that are using cars as like their new exoskeletons or something like that i don't know there's there's something to it but at this point i'm too tired uh um so anyway we'll go ahead and do plugs because that's that's our last question so that's the end i gotta Mm -hmm. i gotta get twitter pulled back up for mine Uh, i guess i'll go first yeah you can find me deferring nero and not someone else in nero (laughs) mask (laughs) on twitter at dragon smoochie on co-host at dragon snuck dragon smut the dragon snuggly (laughs) dragon smut at on tumblr at Cyclonus, but with a five at the end instead of an S. And you can definitely find my stuff, Nero, definitely me, Nero, and stuff, at stuff like Podcast of Power, um, Hydrant Free Radio, and Prime Cuts, and an upcoming spiritual successor to podcast of power that I cannot remember the name of at the moment. Blech. But uh. that's where you can find me, Deferi Nero, not someone else. <laughs> Alright, Kat, do you want to go or do you want me? I'll go ahead and go. Um, I'm Kat, you can find me on Twitter at Z-87 and um, <sighs> always you can find me in non-Disney Minus Weeks with Steven where he is still dragging me kicking and screaming through Kingdom Hearts. Yeah! Anyway, I'm on Twitter at Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, but it has my name in it. Uh, there's also Disney Minus Pod, obviously, for this one. There's Resi Beat Pod for Resonant Beats, which has got me and Kat and this guy that we know named Veer and this other mm-hmm. guy that we know named Dre and a bunch of other people. Uh, anyway, we do tabletop stuff, uh, but online, so like a virtual tabletop. Anyway, I don't know why I'm getting sidetracked there's also cloth wednesdays where i post a picture of cloth every wednesday because i like to see it there's also dad underscore tastic where i've eventually uh, officially gotten back to posting which also reminds me i haven't posted today uh, and it is currently 11 30 at night so i will have to do that as soon as we you wrap this episode time. up i do still have time i got half an hour um so i'll have to do that like as soon as we're done but Luckily for me, on that, all that's left is to announce the next movie. And Kat, what is that? Alright, so we're gonna do some one that's got a, you know, it's got it's another a documentary. Of age, coming of age story, and it's got teenage heartthrobs, and it does have some feels. Uh, I don't know, guys. I think uh, we might be turning red here in a couple weeks. Hey! <laughs> oh, I can make a Mr. Indy joke. Uh? He's like a animated animation critic guy on YouTube. Ah. He's most recently known for making the criticism of Red not mentioning 9-11. Uh, what? That's all I know. Wait, I think I saw a tweet about that. That was stupid. Anyway, Turning Red, anyway. good movie from what I remember. I haven't watched it in a little bit, but Anyway, I no. guess we'll be turning red because I I guess it takes place on 9-11. I, uh, yeah, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Did you just say Christmas? 
No, she was, she was a ha-ha. Anyway, um, so yeah, so that's podcast, all of that jazz. Uh, as always, we've been us and fuck Disney. Fuck Disney. I'm so tired. <laughs>